0: Hey everybody, this is Eric, and I'm here with another episode of Aren't You a Little Short for a Podcast? I'm sorry I haven't got more of these out. I have been sick pretty much since the beginning of January. I've had bronchitis, I've had what may or may not have been a stomach flu, I've had sinus infections, and all kinds of fun stuff. And now it seems like I'm, well, I'm better enough to record at least. Just don't ask me anything really complicated. So, I, uh, I'm, I'm doing this unscripted. I normally try to script out my microcasts, as I pointed out in the last episode of Short Circuits. I, uh, I'm going to try to do this one unscripted again. I got some good feedback about the last one saying that they liked the fact that it was unscripted. So we'll see how it goes. It's a little tough to wing it on a solo show, especially without rambling or, or going off on tangents too much because there's nobody else to help keep you on topic. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I um. I have a little bit of a confession to make. I've got a lot of topics I want to cover for The Last Jedi. And I think I'm going to postpone a lot of them until after the home video release of the DVD or iTunes or whatever. I think it'll be easier to discuss them when I can go back and, and kind of formulate some more detailed points on some things. But also so that you, the listener, can go back and, and kind of check out some things as well. Uh, we're about to hit a period where people aren't, very likely to watch the movie. You've seen it in the theaters. It's been out for a few weeks. It's kind of died out of the box office a little bit. It's not out on video yet. So we're kind of in that in-between phase. So I think talking in too much detail right now, when nobody can really have a point of reference, might not do some of the talking points justice. So I've still got a few things I'm going to say, but when it gets to uh, nitpicking some of the individual things, I, I think that's going to come later on. But uh, I, I did kind of want to point out something about how do I put this about enjoying the film? And this isn't about the people who like it versus the people who hate it and and the rift and the schism that that's currently going on in, in the fan community. But it is kind of about what makes me like the film, not so much the individual points, but the, the perspective that makes me like the film, because I think ultimately it's about the perspective. It's not about the individual things or events in the film. And I, I want to talk a little bit about that. I'm hoping that this will help you understand why I liked the film, and I, I understand why some people don't like it, and that's fine. But I don't want to present an argument as to why someone should like the film based on this thing being really cool or that thing being really lame or, or nitpicking the things within the film. I think there's a lot of things to analyze and a lot of things to discuss. But at the end of the day, liking the film is more about... The, it, it, it's an emotional response. Liking... Something is emotional. Disliking it is emotional. It's the emotional response. It's not the analytical response. So what is that about? It's about whether the journey of the film, of the story makes you feel something meaningful. It can make you feel happy. It can make you feel sad. It can make you feel thoughtful. It doesn't have to be a happy movie. It doesn't have to be a fun movie, but it needs to make you feel something meaningful. So, in my opinion that is that is what makes a movie a a success on a personal level for the audience member. So, for me, I felt like the last jedi i I had a meaningful journey. There were parts about it that I really didn 't like there were some parts that really bugged me, but overall, the journey was good. See, Star Wars has never really been about the story ever. There are plot holes in Previous Star Wars movies, you can drive a truck through. You, you could drive a, a super Star Destroyer through, but it's not about the story. It never has been about the story. Mike Mike C. in our Slack community said it's the journey each character goes on that matters more than the fact that their actions didn't make a difference. So what that boils down to, it's about story and it's about the experiences of the characters. It's not about the plot. Some movies are about the plot, and that's fine. I like movies that are about the plot. I'm, I'm very much a plot-driven person. But other times, I can dismiss the plot if the story for the characters are compelling. So one of the things, and we're going to talk about this in a future episode, one of the things that a lot of people really, really didn't like, and it kind of bugged me at first until I saw it the second time, and I'm like, you know what? It makes sense now. I get it. The entire middle section, the second act with Finn and Rose, none of that mattered. Tim mentioned it recently on the last episode of Echo Base. Unfortunately, I wasn't on that episode because I was still sick. And uh, I think we mentioned it in a prior episode as well. It's the Indiana Jones uh, Raiders of the Last Ark effect. It's the Big Bang Theory episode joking about the fact that if you take Indiana Jones out of Raiders of the Lost Ark, everything still happens the same way. If you took the story arc of Finn and Rose, if you left Finn in a coma until the third act, everything still, still would have happened the same way. So uh, other than okay so one way in which it did influence the plot was Poe <laughs> breaking pretty much a standard military protocol even for today's standards and uh, airing the the evacuation plan over an unsecured channel uh or at least if not unsecured channel over a channel where he knew that there was a third person there besides Finn and Rose who who wasn't vetted in who wasn't Uh, shouldn't be privy to the details of any of, of the battle plan. In fact, it's ironic because the reason Holdo wouldn't tell Poe the plan is exactly this. If someone gets captured, then the plan can get leaked, and then the plan's useless. And Poe still didn't learn the lesson. Poe broadcast the plan, someone else was in earshot, the people got captured, Now the bad guys know the evacuation plan. That's the entire point that Holdo had for not just blabbering out the the entire details of the plan. And that whole thing is something we'll talk about later too, because that's another thing that people are apparently up in arms about. But the point is, that is the one way in which it did influence the plot. It gave DJ the plans and then DJ spilled that to the, uh, the first order and then, that cued the first order into the fact that they were they were evacuating to crate, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But otherwise, that whole second act with Finn and Rose it meant nothing. It was useless. It was completely useless. You could have removed it from the movie and it would have made no difference at all. Except it's not true. It did have meaning. It wasn't useless. It's about Finn's journey, and if Finn does something important in the third, uh, the third episode of this trilogy, in episode nine, if he does something important, then we need to see him having made that journey from stormtrooper who defects and leaves and just wants to run away. He does not want to get involved in the resistance. He does not want to get involved in the war. He wants to go. He wants to get out of town, go on the run, get as far away from the first order as he can. And that's it. He's running scared. You have to see that character journey to him being a a hero who's committed to a cause. We see a little bit of hints of that in The Force Awakens later in the film. And we see a little bit more of that building in The Last Jedi. And he goes on a character journey in this movie. The events that he goes through with Rose change him. And it's not about it affecting the plot or the military strategy or the military tactics or anything like that, that you're, you're right. That was useless to the overall story. It was not useless to Finn's story. And we are going to need that in episode nine, in episode nine, we will look back on episode eight and be glad that we got that character development for Finn. That's why it matters. See it's perspective. It's not about just analyzing the the individual little points and say, well, I didn't like this, I didn't like that, therefore the movie's useless. It's not useless. There's a lot to get out of the movie that's good. So, I think that people are in danger of getting too wrapped up in the plot of this movie. And I think that the movie kind of contributes to that in a way because this is uh the plot of this movie is a little bit more complicated than The previous ones. There is more misdirection in this one. There's more things that are unexpected. And so it's easier to pay closer attention to the plot in this one because it's different from what we're used to in Star Wars. There's more depth to this plot. And I think that that might actually be to its detriment because I think it's probably bad to get people to focus too heavily on the plot of any Star Wars movie. Not that all of the plots are bad, not that they all have major, major, major problems, but there are some problems here and there. And if you can get wrapped up in the character journeys instead and the the themes and, uh, you know, everything that has made Star Wars what it's been since 1977, then I think that's how you enjoy Star Wars. And I think that if anything, The Last Jedi introduced some, some deeper plot elements that probably distracted people from that perspective for Star Wars. They started to look more closely at the plot, which in some movies is okay, but Star Wars isn't about the plot. And the closer you look at the plot in Star Wars, the more holes you find. So for my perspective, my enjoyment of The Last Jedi is being able to focus on the journeys of the characters. Ray, I thought, had an interesting journey. Finn had an interesting journey. Luke had an interesting end to his journey. He ran away. And he realized at the end that he did it wrong. He was running away from being a hero, from being idolized. And because he thought that it, it was inaccurate. It, it, he's not a hero. He's a guy who did some important things, but he is not some deus ex machina. He He's, he's not some magic solution to come in and solve every problem in the galaxy. And he wanted people to stop looking at it that way. And so he removed himself effectively from the entire galaxy, from the force, from everything. But then at the end, he realized that it's not about him being a hero. It's about the fact that there is a hero of any sort provides hope. And the universe needs hope. And when Luke came to that realization, that's when he decided to get involved. So that journey for Luke was meaningful and important. I I think that 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 whole arc for Luke was incredible. I thought that that was an amazing amount of character development for what in this film, in this sequel trilogy, is a tertiary character, really. A secondary character at best. And for him to have such a powerful story arc and a powerful character development within a single movie, I thought was really satisfying. I love the fact that he had made this decision. He'd been living this way for, for such a long time. Yoda kind of smacked him across the face and said, Luke, you're looking at this wrong. And then not only did he come to the realization about how he was looking at at that one issue that opened his mind to the fact that he was looking at other things incorrectly too. And and then he came to the realization it's about having hope. The kid with the broom, the stable boy at the end of the movie, he's retelling the, the story of what Luke did to the other kids there. And it's not about hero worship. It's about the demonstration of the presence of hope, the demonstration that somebody can make a difference despite everything going on around them, despite insurmountable odds. And therefore, there's reason to believe that they might be able to rise up out of this mess that they're in. That is what Luke had been missing and then came to the realization that it's okay for people to have heroes because of what that, that concept of heroes provides them. And you can then take that and and put that into perspective with today's real world. There are a lot of people for various reasons who feel a sense of of loss of hope, whether it be personal things going on in their day-to-day lives, whether it be national events, whether it be worldwide events. And there are a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people escape to fiction And escapism is a a big thing right now. And there's a point at which it becomes psychologically detrimental and unhealthy. But it's not all unhealthy, because fiction demonstrates to us that it's possible for people to rise up beyond their circumstances. And even if they have to make sacrifices in the end, and even if they don't ultimately make it, they can inspire other people to also rise up and to affect the world around them and to affect the people around them and, and to make the world, whether on a, a global scale or even just at a, at a community level, a better place. It's good to have heroes because heroes provide hope. I'm not suggesting idolizing heroes is appropriate. And I think that that's what Luke was worried about. Because it's not about the person. It's not about the hero itself itself heroism is never about the hero heroism is about the example set by the hero and I think when Luke came to that realization then that that was that powerful moment you see there are so many things about this movie that depending on how you look at them they can mean different things I can sit there and nitpick all kinds of of things about how Luke's uh, moments in, in the film were handled. I didn't have as much of a problem with them as, as other people did, but I mean, hey, I, I can play either sides of an argument. I, I can play devil's advocate, and I'm sure the deeper I delve into looking at Luke's moments in the films, I can find all kinds of little nitpicks and, and quirks to to go through and, and and pick apart. But that's not what it's about. There, there's a bigger, deeper meaning there. So anyway, this is why I don't do these shows unscripted because I, I can go off into way too many different directions and then I can find a point and then I can run with it. And it's like, well, how do I get back to the original point? My original point was that your enjoyment of the last Jedi probably depends on what you're looking at, your perspective. And I think that if you zoom out a little bit, don't zoom in and look at at the particular minutia of the individual scenes because you're going to find problems. And if all you're looking at is problems, then you're watching a problematic movie. But if you can zoom out a little bit and, and look at the bigger picture and, and look at the story that this movie is telling the experiences, the characters are going through the changes, the characters are going through and, and the points that the, the stories they have to tell the themes that they have to tell then I think you can really get a lot out of this movie. I think you can enjoy it. So I'm going to wrap it up and leave it at that. Like I said, I've got a lot of other stuff to talk about about The Last Jedi. I'm probably going to save some of it for later on. There's a few more things I'm going to talk about more up front in in the following episodes. But there are other things going on in Star Wars I want to talk about right now, too. So I think I'm going to alternate back and forth between uh, some more current stuff and The Last Jedi. And then finally, when it hits DVD and streaming, I think I'm going to delve into some more particular points a little more closely. So that's it for this episode of, aren't you a little short for a podcast? I would love to hear from you. I really would. I read every single piece of email that comes in to any show that I'm involved with. And I would really like to know your thoughts on, on this episode, on other topics you'd like to hear me talk about in star Wars. And it can be really deep, I mean, there were a couple of deep things in this episode, or it can be like frivolous and fluffy. Like, you know, what are your fa- five favorite bounty hunters that are, are lesser characters? Like not Boba Fett, not Jango Fett, but like other, you know, what, what are your favorite five favorite droids or, or what do you uh, like about the prequels or, or what's your favorite comic book series from star Wars? I don't know anything. I mean, just whatever you want to talk about, or if there's a point or a topic or a theme Presented somewhere in Star Wars that you want uh, me to, to look at and, and provide some analysis on or, or some thoughts. Let me know. I'm willing to talk about just about anything you want me to talk about on this because, in my opinion, there's almost nothing in Star Wars that is not worth talking about on some level, and that's what I'm here for. So send me an email. You can send it to a little short at randomshatter.com. And if you're new to the network, the Random Chatter Network has a lot of podcasts on it. We are in the process of of kind of building up a Star Wars sub-network. This is the second of those uh, shows for that Star Wars sub-network. The first one, of course, is Echo Base, our Star Wars news and discussion show. So I suggest you hit that as well. Randomchatter.com is where you can find all of our podcasts. You can find them in iTunes, Stitcher, other places as well. And that's it for this episode. Thanks for hanging out with me. Until next time, take care.